0: on me is the premier podcast spotlighting people of color every week we talk new what we've been playing and tell you who's invited to the cookout our show is all about talking about gaming through a prism of blackness because we are the culture welcome to brokaka y'all
1: what up what up what up everybody this is the spawn on me podcast i'm your host Kali adams this is our show welcome to the spawn on me podcast i hope you're doing well i hope you're having a wonderful week it is the new year 2022 is in full effect it is now a thing we are now in the new year we are now bringing it back for everybody who is at home with a new year new energy new vibes all that goodness coming to all of you at home so again thank you so much for being here this week and every week uh to be rocking with us and getting in some fun conversation if you missed last week's episode. Uh, we talked a lot about some of the things that we were hoping for moving into 2022 Um, and again we had some great energy around that episode and around the conversation that we had so please uh, remember to go back and go check that stuff on the feed Uh, make sure you're subscribed to our podcast on apple itunes uh apple podcasts uh apple podcasts uh spotify uh amazon music all the places in which uh podcasts reside Uh, And you can check us out on fanbyte.com as well. That's the place where we are hosted because that's where our fam is. We much love to them. I'm excited to be here again. This is a great episode to jump back into the show. If you are new to the show, thank you so much for coming through. If you are a old head, then again, thank you so much for being here and rocking with us on Spawn On Me. Um, I have to give a quick shout out to Demon Vibes 1, uh, who is, uh, who followed us earlier today, uh, his dad, uh, came by and, and, and helped us out at our home. Uh, we had some plumbing issues and, 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 and uh, his dad, uh, came by and, and, and hooked it up. One of the, one of the better plumbers in the city of Portland. So thank you to demon vibes one for not only following the show, but giving some love here on Twitch. Uh, and you can check us out every Wednesday evening, 6 PM PST, uh, to check out more of the live show, uh, and when we're getting it in here on on Swanomi, um, we have a couple of stories to dig into today. You know, the 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 episode is around a couple of different topics this week. The 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 industry has been kind of quiet going into the new year. You have a lot of folks who are kind of returning back to work. Uh, they're coming back off of their sum, of summer vacation, of their holiday vacation. Um, and it's nice to be able to kind of like jump back into the fray, get get all the, you know, the juices flowing, and, and getting yourselves back. I'm in that same mode too. Uh, started back up at my job uh, this week uh, after having a couple of weeks off, which was fantastic. It was so nice to be able to get some 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 R and R, have some space for my brain to kind of like settle and and chill out, which w- which was great. Um, and it's always just nice to be able to you know have some moments where you can you know, remember, you know, you know, how to, how to get things done and how to, you know, settle yourself and, and center yourself. Um, and that was really nice to be able to have a couple of weeks off and get some stuff done. Uh, we're finalizing some stuff with the spawnies, which is really cool. Like we're almost at the finish line for, uh, getting that show produced and getting it ready for air. Uh, we'll be talking about not only our nominees, but our air date probably in the next week or so. Uh, about when we're trying to get things out into the world. So again, thank you so much to everybody who's been coming through. Uh, We've also had an amazing sponsor come through and and we've gotten our first sponsor uh, for the Spawnies, which is brilliant and fantastic. Somebody you might know, uh, we'll we'll, we'll be showing and and showcasing their uh, uh, contribution, you know, during the live show. And we're definitely trying to figure out um, some good ways to get more people into the fold before uh, the show debuts uh, later in the month uh of january so if you're listening and you want to go and support the show go to thespawnies.com uh there's a link there where you can check out our sponsorship tiers um gold bronze and silver and again if you're getting in at the uh gold level you'll get one of these amazingly dope uh um uh pope art controllers that is the you know the 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 city of of brocago uh on on the controller which is is gorgeous i think I am super excited to get those in into the into the house and go and go play around with those. You know the folks who I've been working with have been so good at at, at doing all this work and, and making it cool and making it dope. Um, so I am very excited to get all of those in hand so that we can start to, you know, talk about some more of the stuff that's happening with the spawnies. We got our physical awards in, uh, so they're looking great. Uh, and, and again, everybody who's here uh, on on the live show. Uh, watching at twitchtv me. Massive love to you all and everybody who's listening on the uh, on the feeds. Again, thank you so much for for being there for us uh, in that space. Um, shout out to everybody else who is in chat currently uh, who came through tonight. Um, this week is going to be pretty pretty interesting. I think you know a lot of folks have um, uh, been talking about CES. Uh, CES is a huge part of the. Not only like the, the tech world, but I think now it's even kind of getting, you know, more into uh, gaming spaces uh, in ways that we hadn't really seen before. CES usually isn't a spot where you get a lot of um, information uh, towards gaming stuff. But this year has been a little bit different. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, the stuff that's been happening with NVIDIA and them, and them debuting their new card um and yeah and there's some some interesting stuff happening in the day dead by daylight community that i wasn't privy to before uh and and that has, has bubbled up which i think has been pretty pretty wild so let's dig into all that business let's dig into it with the 411. The first story of the week is all about the PSVR. The PSVR 2 is real. It is an actual thing. It is something that we're actually going to have a chance to play. Uh, I don't know when, uh, but it's coming. It's gonna be here soon. It's gonna be a thing that is actually, you know, out in the world. We saw some initial conversations about what this was going to be, you know, uh, uh, you know, at the, at CES today, I'm not CES today. CES yesterday, uh, you know, as of Wednesday, as we're recording this. Um, and it's, it's really interesting because I think that something is going to push the PlayStation brand forward. And when I say that I'm talking about, not only this kind of doubling down on VR, which they did in the previous uh, generation, which they, which they, you know, they they had the corner marketed. I mean, they had the market cornered um, with the addition of having a, a a VR headset in the market. Microsoft didn't have that, and that wasn't a thing that they did. Um, but what they've now been able to do with this conversation has been. Now to kind of, like, figure out, like, is VR going to be the thing that is going to be in the home in a real way that feels like it's going to be important? You know, Sony and and Microsoft and Sony and PlayStation have talked a lot about what the future of their console is going to look like. You know, we've not really had a lot of, you know, kind of, um, um, you know, updates or any of that kind of stuff with uh, where they're going at the... Uh, uh, the market while we've seen a lot of stuff coming out of the the, the Microsoft camp and, and the Xbox camp about like you know game pass moving forward uh, uh additional uh, upgrades to things that they've been doing there's been a lot of conversations within that space about like what is that supposed to look like and how is that also kind of played into positioning for uh where they're gonna be um I, I it is gonna be really, kind of like, what's the best way to put it? It's going to be really compelling to see when, you know, we talk about what Sony is going to be doing in the next year and a half to two years. I think the conversation around the the current temperature of the room when it comes to the PlayStation five brand is that for all of the pomp and circumstance about how things are moving and how, and how things are kind of uh, progressing, I feel like Sony is still on the on its heels. I don't think that they're actually kind of moving in a direction yet that feels, um, you know, comprehensive. I don't. It doesn't feel like they have found their niche yet. It doesn't feel like they have found their moment in the sun to really to really kind of like propel themselves in a way from what I consider them to be in second place right now in this generation to where they usually have wanted to be, which is in first place. Which they did a fairly good job of in the last generation. With that said, they have a whole bunch of games that are going to be coming out. They have God of War Ragnarok. They have a whole bunch of other stuff in that space. The next Spider-Man game, a lot, you know, Horizon's going to be dropping. The wait for those games is going to be purposeful. I think a lot of people are going to be really excited about when those games drop because then they have a reason to feel like they have justified their purchase for, for, for getting a PS5. But I will say that VR is still one of those interesting and kind of weird Wild West spaces where adoption hasn't hasn't been high. I think that the Quest 2 has really kind of moved that needle in a significant way. I think PSVR for a long period of time was the kind of entry point for VR for a lot of people, for good VR. For a lot of people, you had your console that would run your, your VR sessions um, and then you'd have the kind of You know, more comprehensive, more beefy headsets that were there for PC players, but now with PSVR uh, being in the space and PSVR now being, um, you know, their next iteration of what this hardware is going to look like, I am very excited for this. I want to run down some of the specs because they talked about this in their press in their press conference, Um, and it looks and sounds way beefier. So I I got a chance to play around in a lot of VR spaces when I was working back at Intel, Uh, uh, they had a VR division and I was in that division for, for a small bit. Um, But it feels like just from a technological standpoint that they are really pushing this in a, in a really cool way. And I'm, and I'm actually really excited for this because when you think about what this has from just a, a hardware standpoint, It's going to be OLED screens. The resolution is going to be 2000 by 24 per eye. Again, that's, you know, that's, that's really high resolution for a VR display. Um, Panel refresh rate is going to be 90 Hertz and 120 Hertz. 120 Hertz is really great. Not only for smoothness, but also keeping you from feeling uh, potentially sick and getting motion sick. I think if I remember correctly, I think anything under 90 Hertz is where you start to get, a little bit of motion sickness and it starts to get choppy for folks i don't remember because i used to do this i used to test on this kind of gear uh when i was over at intel and, and I remembered some of the things that were in that mix but it is you know the higher that that refresh rate goes again the better your responses is, uh, is going to be to the vr experience it feels better it looks better you have more space to kind of feel and the emotions are moving with it with, with that conversation uh, the lens separation adjustable, that's on most uh, headsets at this point where you can kind of move the, the, the lenses back and forth to get the best uh, um, um, vision and clarity. Um, that's really important for folks who have glasses. That's another another part of that conversation. 110 degree field of view, again, also very, very important for immersion. Um, I, I played with a, a headset some years ago that had a super, wild, super wide field of view and that super wild field of view I remember playing Subnautica, and you know, y- you don't have that kind of tunnel vision that you usually get when you have a super wide angle, um, and that that is like super cool to be able to have that in a in a you know whatever this 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 headset is going to be, this HMD is going to wind up being sensors, motion sensors, six-axis motion sensing, uh, three-axis gyroscope, three-axis accelerometer, uh, IR proximity sensors. Good, that means that you have a lot of different ways that the, the console is gonna find you. Cameras, four cameras for the headset and controller tracking. IR camera for the tracking per eye. So that means that they're gonna have some interesting ways that they're gonna be able to kind of like, pick, again, pick up your movement. Uh, instead of having like, you know, with, a, you know, with the Oculus or, or the old HTC Vives, you know, you'd have those kind of, um, those base, base stations that you would have in, you know, above you and around you. So this doesn't feel like they're gonna be doing that because they're doing inside out tracking. Uh, feedback is going to be vibration on the headset. That's going to be something that I don't know yet how that is going to come across. We're so used to haptic feedback within your hands and within controllers and motion, you know, and, and force feedback and in haptics in those ways. We're now getting into a haptic space where we're thinking about what's going to happen to your head when you are getting into a vr space we don't know how they're going to necessarily you know give you enough space to dial some of that stuff back and forth going to be really important for you to have you know switches and leave and levers to be able to kind of adjust where the haptics are and how hard they are and how they feel if you remember anything about you know early versions of haptics that kind of were, were in the gaming space it used to be a lot of vests where you would have you know in the kind of running running demo was like all right so if you're in a first person shooter and you get shot you'll feel it in your chest right you get the, the 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 vest on your body you'll feel it you know you get pushed you feel it from the back you get shot you feel it from the front you feel it from all the places where the bullets are hitting you that's usually fine for your body but that's usually kind of weird for your head um I, I it's gonna be really interesting to see that plus you know these headsets uh, usually don't have onboard audio in the way you usually think about them. Usually you get the best audio through a pair of headphones. So it will be really interesting to see like what that's going to kind of play into when you're doing this kind of, you know, gaming session and how those haptics are kind of kind of feel against your head. That's going to be a very telling um, part of the way that all of this works, which is going to be um, very, very intriguing for folks who are kind of at least at least kind of first getting into the VR space as well. Communication is going to be via a USB type C. That's great. You, you want some of that in that, in that mix. USB-C uh, will give you really good, um, uh, uh, you know, data transfer moving back between the headset and the, and the console. Always great to be able to have that in there because that's a thing. Of course, again, you want the fastest and most kind of robust data transfer coming to and from the headset um so that you don't get any weird glitches or any kind of things like that we're really going to see how beefy the ps5 is from its architecture and all those kinds of things and definitely expect a a, a update coming in before those things go out um you know it has a built-in microphone output stereo headphone jack again that way you'll be able to kind of hear that stuff in that way um I'm I'm hyped for this in a lot of different ways. I love VR. I think VR is pretty fantastic. I think those are always going to be experiences that you don't get a chance to really understand until you're in a VR space. Horizon is also the folks over at Firespite have, have talked about bringing out a, a a game within the Horizon universe that will take you know take advantage of the PSVR2. Uh, you know I think one of the coolest examples of stuff like that is when you get to use IP in a new way. Um, and especially with the way that that game talks about and thinks about these huge beasts that you're kind of always walking around and walking under, having this as a kind of layer for all of that is going to be um, pretty pretty cool um, as a new way to experience that world, the world that Guerrilla has, has built for everyone. So I'm pretty excited about that stuff. I think it's going to be pretty awesome in the way that that works. Um, you know, it's going to be a single cord kind of setup. You, uh, it doesn't sound like you're going to have that kind of uh breakout box that you had in the first iteration of um of the VR experience that you had on the PlayStation platform, which is great. You know, you don't want that stuff. It's not it's not fun to have to worry about is this going to be is this going to work with my console? You know, the one thing that they did not talk about yet is is it backwards compatible with older VR titles that we saw on the PlayStation platform. That is going to be a very very um I think that's going to be the nail in the coffin if they don't. Like uh, you have to people have spent a lot of money on 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 good VR experiences on the PlayStation platform. I think there are actually some really great ones on the on the PlayStation platform. It will be messed up if they they will miss a really big opportunity to not make a lot of their titles backwards compatible um moving forward with a playstation vr2 um it is going to be something that i think is going to again when you have a very difficult bar to entry um within this particular um hardware space not having games work that you've already paid for is going to be a huge pain in the ass for anyone who's like going to want to recommend this to anybody else and for folks who are already hardware strapped, because let's, let's face it, it is really hard to find a PlayStation five. Now it's still difficult to get the hardware to, to, to move uh, within this space and to find out good ways. You can actually kind of connect to the, the, the things that you're seeing. I am lucky enough to, to, to have one, but I know so many people still, after this, this holiday season are still struggling to find, you know, an Xbox series X or, 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 PlayStation five. So, you know, it is, it is not easy to, to, to come by this hardware and, and we're hoping that, um, you know, there'll be some, some, you know, abundance of, of hardware here, but with supply chains still being, uh, not great with Omicron being even higher, uh, in terms of, you know, uh, adoption and, and transmission and, you know, so many things happening within the world in terms of, You know economic downturns uh people getting super sick you know all those things being in the mix it's going to be really really weird (laughs) for a while when it comes to to hardware and things like that it's going to be you know rough for folks who who haven't gotten that stuff um, to be able to kind of track those things down and hopefully get them uh where they're trying to get them so playstation has a, a pretty pretty big hill to climb I am happy though that they are continuing to go down this route with with VR. Um, I still think VR is important. I still think VR is is, is a wonderful way to experience games, uh, and hopefully with this bump in fidelity, we'll see you know even better looking titles within the VR space. Hopefully more developers will be uh, continuing to make VR games. I'm surprised, and it's weird that a lot of the you know the kind of um, uh home workout stuff didn't really make its way onto consoles in those ways like we had some of that stuff in the VR space, but a lot of that I guess still because of the fact that you're tethered to you know the console in that way it's it's less attractive than if you're doing it on a quest. Um, so really intrigued to see what they're going to wind up doing. I think the controllers look wonky. <laughs> they're really big and kind of doofy. Uh, I don't know if I like those um, but we'll, we'll see if they're gonna be as cool as we as we hope. Uh, but it will be fun to to dig back into getting some new hardware for these new consoles and seeing where the gaming space is going to wind up taking us Uh, again. I think it's going to be very, very cool though. The other part of all of this before we, before we switch gears is going to be price. If they don't get this down to a, a reasonable price, 300 maybe is kind of the sweet spot. I would think for some of this stuff. Um, I forget how much the Quest costs currently. Let me see. I think that there was a part of that in the article that I saw. Uh, The first PSVR unit was $399. Oculus Quest 2 is up at $300, uh, but that's for the more entry-level model. Uh, PSVR is supposed to be a kind of high-end piece of tech. Right now, the Valve Index uh, is at $500, Um, but we'll see. It has to be within that 300 range, I think, for them to actually get really decent adoption on this um, in in a good way. So, you know, we'll see where they land, and hopefully they can get there uh, when they do. The other, one of the other stories uh, for this week, um, talking about hardware that's hard to get, is the NVIDIA 3090 GPU. Uh, We just had a conversation. Again, CES is full of... Uh, new tech, the 3090 TI, which is going to be their flagship card. That thing was chonky as hell. Uh, getting a chance to see them uh, kind of debut it and, and talk about it uh, and show it off in his hands. Like, he, like dude was showing it in his hand, and he could hardly even hold it uh, because of how big that card was. It is going to be pretty wild to see, again, who wins between the, the, the scalpers and, and everybody else. Uh, and I feel like the scalpers are continuously winning and beating all of us for, for new cards. I am lucky enough to have a 3090 in my machine, in, in my streaming machine. But knowing that there's a 30 3090 Ti, you always have that weird layer of, you know, grass is greener uh, to kind of get to the next piece of tech, uh, which is, you know, pretty wild. The the 3090 RTX 3090 Ti is going to have 24 gigabytes of GD, GDDR6 uh, RAM running at 21 gigabits. That's about the same amount of VRAM as the RTX 3090, but with a nearly 7.7 faster memory clock, providing a professional, I'm sorry, providing additional performance for 4k gaming and AI tasks. That's fantastic. Again, like you're, you're looking for as many cores as you possibly can, uh, to kind of get there, it will be about 40 teraflops of GPU performance around 11% faster than the RTX 90 that had 36 teraflops. We're back to teraflops and all the flops that you can get flopping. Uh, So we're talking about that. Uh, But it looks like it'll be about 10% faster than the 3090 on paper. Again, I feel like the TI versions, and again, like we've been doing work with NVIDIA for a long period of time. I think the TI versions of cards, depending upon where they are in price, will determine how you really think about this for the... The bump that you'll get in terms of your performance, right? I think if you moved from a 3080 to a 3090, that is a big jump in performance. If you're moving from a 3090 Ti, I'm sorry, 3090 GPU to a 3090 Ti, you're it doesn't feel like you're gonna get that big of a jump or a leap in terms of your actual performance. I think that's the part that messes people up when it comes to the con the tech conversation about where this lands. Um, it, it, it is one of those things where you you're constantly trying to figure out like, how do you want that to be, you know, kind of displayed? How do you want that stuff to be, um, uh, kind of, uh, you know, wh- what's the kind of bang for the buck that you're going to wind up getting. Um, and I, I feel like a lot of times you know, I think we all kind of go into that thing feeling like we're going to get a, a a bunch of, you know, like you're going to get this massive amount of difference between the way some of that stuff works. And to be honest, I just don't think that you wind up getting that much of a kind of mega difference in the way that it's supposed to kind of move. It It feels like it's great in that way, but it doesn't necessarily feel like you are really getting a mega boost in in performance in that way i wish that that was not the case it feels like again if you're like not in the space where you're like farming for crypto like this is going to make your gameplay experience that much different i don't think it's going to be that big of a actual deal in that way but it will be it will be kind of interesting again to see you know for the folks who wind up getting these cards and wind up moving in this space, and again, if it's the crypto people, we hate you. Um, but for folks who are here gaming, you know, and trying to do you know work like I'm doing work for you know you know making, uh, you know making you know content or getting things done in that way, it changes a lot of the conversation about um, you know moving that moving that that gameplay kind of you know uh marker forward in a in a, in a big way uh i i, I don't know uh, is it gonna be that is it gonna be that good uh, i don't know we'll see I, I mean again what's the price point that's gonna wind up being for these cards it's gonna be you know uh they didn't share any details yet uh, about the price they said that the car performs against the RTX 3090 and AMD's RX 6900 TX. I'm sorry, XT. Given that the 3090 car 3090 card debuted at about 1500 bucks, we wouldn't be surprised if the TI launches around the 2000 dollar mark, per the Verge. Um, and shout out to uh, Tom Warren for, for for the look on that story. Two grand for a new card, 500 bucks more than your 30 3090. If you already have a 3090. I don't know if it's worth it yet. We'll see. Again, I think the conversation is going to wind up being uh, uh, significant if you are making a much bigger leap within the space to move from one card to another card. I think that's where you're going to see the biggest kind of you know boost in in what you're trying to do, or if you're actually trying to you know if you're in a game dev space making more uh, 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 making more move within that conversation because then that's a lot more beefy uh, uh, spaces for compute that you're, that you're thinking about. Um, so the last story for this week's show is all about dead by daylight. So dead by daylight had a really interesting update, or at least they had a really nice, um, a response to, uh, some gripes that the black community had within the dead by daylight space. Dead by Daylight is is played by a lot of black streamers. I know a lot of black content creators who play within that space. They do a lot of work in there, and they're, they're doing a lot of the kind of heavy lift for that game in a in a community that is, you know, again fairly small within you know some spaces on Twitch. What what has been cool about it has been seeing, you know, so many folks do collaborative efforts and play with each other and, and have good games and have so much fun. I see so many clips that come out of you know, black and brown spaces that wind up working um, in that mix on this particular game that it, it is especially interesting to see this development happen. And this has been happening for for a while. So uh, it, it looks like, you know, one of the game's killers, again, if you're not familiar with Dead by Daylight, Dead by Daylight is a horror-based game, third-person uh, kind of game in which um, you take the form of various killers who are trying to uh, murder uh, you know, kind of these helpless individuals they each have in, in each individual has kind of different skills. They have all these kinds of ways. And the kind of basis of that game is to see how many times can you escape without getting killed? What they've done in dead by daylight, which has been pretty brilliant. And especially for me as a horror fan has been, they've found a lot of IP uh, that they've attached themselves to or brought into the game. So you have like Freddy Krueger, you have Leatherface, you have, uh, you know, uh, 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 Pyramid Head from from Silent Hill. You know, you have all these classic, you know, old and new horror murderers and killers uh, within that game. And it's been super cool to see like, especially if you're a horror fan, like how these things kind of interact within the game. Uh, And it's just super, super cool. So they brought in Leatherface around 2017. Uh, And if you're not familiar with Leatherface, Leatherface from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That character's whole thing is that once he kills you, he takes your face and then uses that skin of your face on his own head. What has happened is they've renamed him as the Cannibal. Um, and a thing that they added into the game was that if you kill the characters 25 times as the Cannibal, AKA Leatherface, you then get to have a skin uh, of the faces of the people that you killed. That's fine. I think that's cool. I think that's an awesome version of how you kind of like incorporate that kind of gameplay mechanic within the game itself. What winds up happening is that you wind up having this moment where there's a black character in the game um, and the black character, again, if you kill that character 25 times as that as that uh, murderer, you then get to take that face as your own in the game as that killer. Um, But what has happened has been that folks, now that they're taking that face, that that black or brown face of that character, um, Claudette is the name of that character, by the way. They're using it to do racist acts within the game. So what they've been doing has been, you know, cordoning off certain characters, making sure that they can kill the black characters first making sure that they are targeting harassing people because sometimes because there's voice in the in the voice chat in the game as well and it's just been one of those things where a really cool uh, addition to a game has been used for nefarious ways because people want to be racist and they don't want to kind of play by the rules and want to do all this weird stuff and it's been really messed up so we've seen so many folks especially black women have come across and said hey we play this game a lot. We are a part of your community. We want to make sure that this thing is, you know, in a good spot so that we can play it and have fun. We want to be able to do that work whenever we want to do it and and, and just play the game in the ways that we've been able to play the game for a long period of time. We already know black people over index in, in terms of having racist things happen to them in the space. And now we see this kind of extra layer that's happening through this gameplay mechanic that is now kind of being you know, turned on the, some of the, the, the kind of most strident players within the space and especially people of color and especially black folk. It's a really interesting moment because, you know, as a horror fan, I'm like, damn, that's super cool. Like you get a chance to like, you know, it's a way of having a trophy without having a trophy. It's like the way that the, the alien and aliens uh, in the aliens movies has like skulls on a, on a pike, like being able to have that thing in there. Um, but what winds up happening is, is you wind up having a community have bad actors in it and they ruin a really cool thing for everybody else because they can't not be racist. It sucks because that's such a cool mechanic to have within the game. And it just sucks because all of that stuff just feels gross. So a thing that is a thing that's come up because of that conversation has been a lot of the black folks who are in the community who play that game very often have said, you taking this character's face putting it on this character who again is, the, is is a murderer and that's kind of part of the lore of what this character does and have said that hey um, this feels like blackface so it's an interesting space right where again if you're not familiar with blackface I'm not going to tell you what that is you should know at this point but from a gameplay standpoint, is it blackface? I guess so. Like, I don't know. Like, it doesn't, like, again, like, I I feel like minstrel, you know, the visuals of of minstrels and kind of using, you know, the, the, the ideas around blackface to be something in which you have mockery happening or you're looking to use it in a way that is to downgrade or to dismiss or to um or to uh you know denigrate black folks within the game the folks who are doing it are adding a layer to it that makes that feel that way i think on its i don't want to and excuse the pun on its face alone, I don't know if it necessarily constitutes what I classically think of in terms of blackface, but at the end of the day, people using a gameplay mechanic in a way that feels like they're using it to harm as opposed to um, have fun ruins it for everybody else. So again, like, I guess the the term of it being blackface, I, I don't know if I fully agree with that. But the fact that people are using it in this way makes it racist. They just, they just fucked it up by doing it that way. Like, if they didn't do that layer, I don't know if these particular kind of um, accusations would kind of come up and bubble up in this way. But again, if you, if you are not paying attention to the overarching needs of a community, then you wind up having problems that wind up moving within this space. There's been some other folks within the Dead by Daylight community who have pushed back against us and said that we don't believe this to be racist, we don't believe this to be blackface. It kind of doesn't matter if those folks are in that space and are and are leveraging this layer of of, of commentary. It's been used to, to to harm other folks, especially folks and people of color, especially black folks. Um so either way, they've ruined it for what that whole thing could have been and now it winds up being amazingly problematic for everybody who's in that mix now that's that's one of those like hey you fucked it up and there's nothing we can do about that besides continue to move past it um and you know that's you, you botched it for everybody else um, and so I want to read what the developers shared because I think that that's important um uh, I, I want to read exactly what they shared because I think that that is actually like at the crux of this, it it, it shows good faith from uh, the folks from behavior that they're uh, making this change and doing this in this way. Uh, they said, for those who may not know the cannibal can unlock the faces of four original survivors by sacrificing them 25 times. Members of the community have shared their experiences with people targeting and harassing them while using some of these masks. These reports were disheartening to hear, and we're absolutely uh, here to condemn this behavior We are not comfortable having these masks in the game when they're used as a tool to spread hate. To that end, we will be removing the cannibals unlockable faces in the upcoming mid-chapter. Anyone who's played the the cannibal by the release of the mid-chapter update will be awarded 6,000 iridescent shards to compensate for the removal. And they say, we will not tolerate hateful activity and will continue to take every step necessary to protect the community. Bravo to the development team um for doing that work i think that that's fantastic i think again the you know the the hemming and hawing that happens within the community sometimes it gets blown up out of proportion sometimes it nails it on the head i think in this moment it nails it on the head again i think because there is no i don't know i don't know if the proper term for this is blackface but again i think the impact versus the, the action versus the impact is what matters here. And the action has been bad and the impact has been bad. So therefore Bravo to the team for thinking about it in this way, changing what that potentially can look like and maneuvering in a space that they can actually kind of, you know, fix that and make that better for everybody involved. I think that that to me is the most important part of all of this. I think that is the part that makes the most sense. And, and I think that, you know, again, Bravo, not only to the folks who, uh, on the development team who saw this and then made the des- decision to pull this uh, away from the community. And also again, shout out again to, to the folks who, who brought this up in, in real ways and, and, and has been sharing this for what seems like a while uh, within this particular uh, gaming community. It doesn't feel like this is a new issue. This feels like an issue that has been there for a, a fair amount of time in terms of the potential abuse and harassment that's happened. But now that version of that kind of being removed within this space, is even cooler to be able to see uh, that happen and to see them kind of maneuver that conversation in that way. So again, shout out to everybody involved. I think this is a, a moment where you get a chance to see the good of the dev community come through and, and, and handling this in a, in a really good way uh, and taking it seriously, you know, to kind of move that, move that conversation forward and, and keep a game that has really had long legs to continue to have. Longer legs by by getting this stuff done in a, in, a, in a really good way. So, shout out to them. I applaud them for doing it. I think it's really fantastic to be able to, to to kind of think about you know what you're trying to get done, how you're trying to make sure you're getting everything in a good position, uh, and also just again like this is what you need to do as a as a gaming community. You need to be really honest about where you're at. Tell people exactly what you need. And then hopefully they will respond in kind and give you exactly what you deserve from from a gameplay standpoint so bravo to behavior for for making this happen and 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 that makes me want to buy their game that makes me want to support them for you know doing the work they need to do to keep you know people who look like us safe uh, within that space so shout out to them for that um in that way um we're about to take a quick break um i want to i want to jump into uh, a quick shout out to our sponsor for the show. Uh, we have our friends over at Manscaped. Manscaped is bringing it back. They've come back to rep us, rep us here in Burkago. I'm rocking with my uh, my shaver right here. Uh, this is such a great piece of kit. Uh, the Lawnmower 4.0. If you're trying to, again, shave your, your chestnuts, uh, not over an open fire, This is a perfect uh, piece of gear for you to to, to rock with. I love mine. I've been using it uh, whenever I've been wanting to feel sexy. Uh, I've been handling uh, uh, all that business and making sure it's okay. But again, I have to give a massive shout out to our friends over at Manscaped. They've been rocking with us for uh, a couple of months now. Go to manscaped.com, go use the code SPAWNONME at checkout. Get 20% off on their lawnmower 4.0. Um, I am amazingly excited because the new year is here. You have new me, new year, new me kind of vibes going on. You want to make sure you're smooth. I've been watching a lot of um, uh, the the Finding Magic Mike show on, on HBO, uh, so feeling like I want to be the smoothest ever uh, is, is super important. Uh, you know, you have to be using the, again, the the performance package 4.0. It is the one that I like the most because you get a lot of really awesome, uh, accoutrement that goes along with the lawnmower. You get the advanced skin safe technology, which reduces the cuts and nicks on your delicate nuts. Uh, and then you also get a really bright light that winds up being on there, a 4,000 K LED spotlight that will give you, uh, a, a, a way to kind of get in there and make sure you didn't handling all the business in the best way as possible. Um, the manscaped, uh, performance package again, comes with like this ultra premium body wash. You get the, 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 the crop preserver and crop reviver. Uh, you get all those things and you get nut dust. Uh, I'm not going to call it nut dust. It's like basically balm for your, for your balls. That's what I said. I said it out loud. I said it, I said it out loud. Cause that way you got to bong your bangs. Like I've been talking about for a long period of time. So make sure you go and represent the wonderful folks over at manscaped again thank them for uh for for rocking with us here on spawn on me thank you for them to uh for for sponsoring the show uh and we're going to be back after this with a little bit of what i've been playing uh we'll be right back after this
0: hey brokago merrick k here from fanbite did you know that spot on me is a part of the fanbite podcast network We produce a ton of other great shows like Channel F, a podcast where we talk about the games we're playing. Can I just say how much I would love for there to be a Hitman game that's just about making people experience embarrassing social faux pas, trying to like prank people and make it seem like they had farted or like tripped on something? (laughs) That would be like very good. Dig up weird finds at thrift stores. So the listing says Bung Doctor V64. (laughs) and take your questions about the best jokers. Labar's Martin asks, what's the best or coolest weapon ever given to a mech?
1: Gundam Gusion Rebake has a really good, sorry. give me that one more time. Gundam Gusion Rebake. Yo, I heard you, (laughs) Gundam (laughs) Gusion.
0: I personally guarantee that listening to Channel F will make you a better, smarter, more powerful version of yourself. So go to com slash podcasts or search for Channel F on your podcast app of choice today. Improvement not guaranteed. Listening to Channel F may cause jokification.
1: Welcome back to the Spawn Me podcast. I'm your host, Kylee Adams. If you missed the first half of our show, you are bugging. You need to go back to the first part of the show. Go listen to the conversations we had about PSVR 2, the Dead by Daylight uh, issues that they've been having in terms of blackface within the community and also the conversation around the new 3090 ti cards that are coming out from nvidia again you can always check out our show here on twitch.tv's last one me 6 p.m pst we always have dopeness in store for all of you at home uh this week uh in terms of things that i've been playing i haven't been playing a lot of stuff yet it's been pretty busy uh getting everything ready for the spawnies uh and getting back into the nine to five groove it's been a lot of stuff just moving and, and, and pushing around so it hasn't had a lot of time to actually like play a bunch of stuff. What I have been playing though has been a crap ton of Loop Hero on my Switch. So I had a Switch, uh, the kind of first gen version of it, and was feeling good about it, and you know, got it all sexified and had it all nice and, and, and modded out, all that cool stuff. I had like this really cool wood paneling on it. It was really pretty and cool stuff. Um, but a lot of people have been talking about the OLED, the SwOLED. Uh, and I was like, well, man, do I want to swolled? it? I think I want to swolled. it. Uh, it seems like it would be a really good, uh, purchase. So I wound up copying one and man, I'm really excited about having a swolled. I am not a huge Nintendo fan, but now having this larger amount of screen real estate, which is great. And also I just never really connected it to my TV in a, in a real way. Like I always kind of just like let it chill and be the handheld, that it kind of is. But the one thing that I've always had trouble with has been, I always feel like that controller is just too small. The, the the system is too small for my hands. Like the buttons make my hands hurt. Uh, You know, when you're, when you're an old man, like myself, you need all the kind of tools that you can use uh, to kind of make sure your hands aren't always in pain. Uh, Cause I do a lot of work and on the computer, I'm doing a lot of stuff uh, in the crib and it just always is a, a thing that is kind of, you know, Painful, but now going back and using my pro controller and playing it on the TV, I'm loving my Switch again. I'm really having fun with it and going into, you know, not looking at that as being a painful experience. It feels pretty great to be able to have that in that context and be able to kind of use it in the ways that I had hoped. Um, But this month is also going to be a very weird month in terms of games. Like, there isn't a lot of stuff, at least things that I super care about um in in terms of january um let me see game releases in this month let's see what's what's supposed to be dropping for for january um monster hunter rise is supposed to be dropping on the 12th the anacrusis uh shout out to will smith and his team for for working on that god of war pc uh, is dropping on the 14th. Nobody saves the world from the folks over at Melee. That team, Drinkbox, is making that game. Um, what else is dropping? Windjammers 2. Excited about that because I just love Windjammers. I'm a big fan of that game and it's retro, retro form and now this new version of it. Paparazzi. Yeah. Uh, Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> Uncharted. The, the, the Legacy of Thieves collection is going to come out. I've been playing a little bit more of that. Shout out to Sancho West also as well, who has made me fiend to go play uh, Uncharted multiplayer again. Uh, I jumped back into it. That thing is still that thing still looks really good, and it still plays really well, which is actually like a surprising thing to go back to that game and go and check it out and be like, oh, is this a thing that I care about still? And going back and now playing it, while knowing that there's going to be a... New version of that. I'm hoping that they do something in the multiplayer lane with that collection too. Having that maybe be upresed would be pretty fantastic. Maybe incorporate some dual sense stuff into that. That would be fantastic. I want to see if that winds up happening within um, that uh, uh, compilation of games in there. That's going to be pretty cool to see it. You know, I'm 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 hyped for what that's going to wind up being. Um, In the space, Zane says in the chat, he says he loves Drinkbox. Oh, they love Drinkbox. Same. I think Drinkbox makes really fantastic stuff, and I've been a huge fan of their work for for a long period of time. Um, But right now, it feels like I'm going back through my my pile of shame, going back through games that that I'm I'm still either not finishing. I went back and started to go back and play some more Demon Souls, uh, and I'm working my way and trudging my way through that, uh, which is actually feeling pretty good. Um, it, you know, for a person who has always been a little bit uh, wary of the Soulsborns game, born games, or that kind of game, um, it's been nice to be able to go through it. You know, and shout out to Fighting Cowboy, the Fighting Cowboy over on YouTube. Um, massive love to him. Some of the best uh, YouTube guides for for that game and other games. I've been using those to go through to kind of like make sure I'm doing things in a good way uh sweaty magic in the chat is saying stream it hell nah well i'd have to i gotta download it on the on the 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 ps5 in the studio um and 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 uh and maybe stream it it would actually be pretty fun like i think that that would be pretty cool actually i think you know i think people would like it um but it's also like here's the one thing about the way i play games and this is the thing i'm learning a lot about you know thinking about 2022 and like how we want to try to figure out how to do cool stuff on, on, on our, on our Twitch channel. And also thinking about YouTube uh, of, you know, we're thinking about moving some more content over to YouTube and thinking about, you know, I play things really slowly. Like I was watching our friend Snowbike Mike play uh, Metal Gear Solid five the other day. And I like to play stealthy games, really stealthily games, like Demon's Souls, where you're kind of inching along, trying to make sure you don't get deaded. I play those games super slow and I feel like when you play a game really slowly, it's not a really interesting viewing experience for everybody at home. I feel like people are like, this is boring. I don't want to watch you play the way you wind up playing. Um, So it's a, it's a balance between like, is it fun for you? Is it fun for me? Does it feel like it's actually worth playing in that way for other people who are, you know, watching the actual content? I'm always worried about that kind of stuff. Um, uh, and, you know, I'm still balancing that out to try to figure out like, what's the best way to kind of, you know, do that kind of work And And is it, is it fun? Like, am I having fun while doing it? Um, the other layer of that, that that's in that mix, I've been playing a lot of league uh, offline, I had my first video had my first stream of myself playing league the other night, uh, I'm thinking about doing a, a whole series of videos that's called Scrub League, like caught in the Scrub League because I'm bad at the game. I'm not good at it. I'm, I'm definitely not a pro. I'm not, you know, good at League. I'm not trying to, I'm, I got a new sexy mouse uh, to, to, to play League on. I got the Razer Naga mouse. It's really great. I've been loving on this thing. It's been super, super fantastic to kind of like have those extra buttons and do that kind of work. But again, like, do you want to watch somebody be bad at a game or do you want to wait for them to get a little bit better so you can see them be competitive and I'm uber competitive I'm very competitive so it's like being in that space and not playing well sucks it feels bad uh so I'm trying to figure that out uh, a a bunch and see like where that lands uh to see if if it's going to be cool to watch um so We'll, we'll see. I think that's going to be the mix for, for most of January until the spawnies comes out again. We'll be talking about that in the next couple of weeks. I just got something back from somebody who's doing something with us on the spawnies and it is fire. It is so dope. Uh, When you have so many talented friends in the industry who are willing to share their talents with you and the projects and the dreams that you have, I am, uber excited to 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 drop this into the show and to to have you all see it but keep your keep your ears peeled uh you know make sure you're checking out all the stuff on our social media uh channels uh we'll be we're broadening out to to things on tiktok we'll be doing some more stuff there uh and yeah we'll 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 try to get you some more information about when the spawnies is actually going to be debuting uh but that information is probably going to pop up in the next couple of weeks like in the next week or two uh we'll talk about our nominees talk about all the categories We'll talk about, you know, the time that you'll be able to go see it and watch it here on Twitch. Um, and, and yeah, we'll be spreading love and giving people, you know, their props uh, while they do it. We just got a couple more acceptance speeches back uh, from some of the winners. And then we're just waiting to, to, to mail stuff out to them this week. We're going to be mailing out uh, awards to them. We're going to be sending them their uh, controllers once they come in because they're not going to be coming in for another week or two. Uh, but for our first major gaming award show that we're doing in this kind of bigger and broader way i'm very excited for what this is going to wind up being um and, and super hyped for you all to kind of see the first version of what this show was going to wind up being moving forward which i which i'm very very excited about so um yeah i'm gonna see you all next week we have uh, a very special guest next week oh, oh no no actually no i'm gonna be we're gonna move our recording date to thursday for next week, because we're gonna be on another show on Wednesday evening. Uh, again, check out socials. You'll see me uh, sharing that stuff out. Uh, Thursday, we'll have our normal show. And then the week after that, the third week of January, we'll have w- w- we have a dope guest lined up for, for, for the show. So uh, make sure you're paying attention. Really cool things are coming on deck. Uh, a couple of cool announcements are gonna be happening in this month as well. Uh, so again, all of this stuff is 2020 movement. We're all kind of pushing forward, trying to make things uh, happen and making dopeness move. Uh, and you are all a part of that every day that you get a chance to be uh, in our in our community and, and be one of our Chicago residents. So massive love to you all for, for coming in and checking and rocking with us each and every week here on Spawn On Me. Um, if you are watching the Twitch stream, hang out. We'll have our post show. We'll be hanging out for a couple of minutes and saying what's up to y'all. If you're listening in the audio version of the show, again, thank you. Please leave a five-star review on apple podcast on spotify go please subscribe to the show go push them out go share them out to the, to the world uh and, and 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 we'll see you all very soon for the next episode of spawn on me go hang out in the chat if you're here on twitch everybody else we see you all next week much love and bye